Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Mm-hmm. Episode 153 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. The official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. Megan's back. That's really all that matters. It Welcome is. Back, Megan. It really is. We're here to talk about so much anime. Uh, really, I, I, I couldn't miss today. Unfortunately, my thumb was trying to remove itself from my body last week. So uh, I had to get that taken care of. But everything's fine now. Christian's here, too. I am. Yes, I, I am here. Um, okay. And I have some breaking news. Oh, breaking news? Well, look breaking at news. that. Yeah, breaking news. Um, the Pokemon company has announced the 300 finalists for Illustration Contest 2022. Oh, uh, oh okay. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. So if you enjoy pictures of Bulbasaur, which I personally enjoy pictures of Bulbasaur, um, you can go and see some gorgeous illustrations of Bulbasaur and a couple of other Pokemon that aren't as important as Bulbasaur uh, on the Pokemon Company's uh, website. Um, it's glorious. So many happy Bulbasaurs. Um, just was that the was was that the theme for this year's card? There are six Pokemon. Oh, you know, okay. So the, the the you could choose from one of six Pokemon. I think it's six. Like now, I'm looking at it. there's Arcanine, uh, Cramorant. Uh, Sizor, uh, Galarian, Rapidash, Pikachu, Greninja, and uh, Bulbasaur. No Charizard? No okay. Charizard. You know okay. why? Because Charizard is overrated. <laughs> now I'm checking to see if a Charizard has card has been announced in like the last like couple of days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I better go and make sure that we don't have some actual breaking charge. I know we usually reserve the breaking news uh, right. tag um, for, uh, you know, Charizard. But in this case, whenever you get like, you know, like 50 semi-official pieces of Bulbasaur art, you celebrate here on this podcast. I mean, I guess if you're just a big old fan of the flower toad. I mean, I mean, who, who, is, who amongst us would not love to personally meet the flower toad? I mean, I mean, I would love to meet a Bulbasaur, but on the on the list of other Pokemon I'd like to meet, it's there's there's no one know else. If, I don't know if I don't even think it breaks top twenty. Listen, Bulbasaur had like the most critical scene in the one live action Pokemon movie. If you forget, he, <laughs> you only showed up for like two minutes, but. By God, those were a critical two minutes. He saved Ryan Reynolds' life. 
Ryan Reynolds wouldn't be like filming Deadpool three if not for Bulbasaur. Like you know, show him some respect. I mean, I guess. So Bulbasaur saved the film industry. Is basically what I'm hearing. (laughs) Ah, Ryan Reynolds as he carries that hefty weight on his back. Uh, Love it. All right. Well, we had a good show for you in store today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk uh, the deep dive later in the show is going to be uh, very anime focused because we got some big, big anime news and we're a little bit of an anime uh, retrospective. But first, the news. Yes. Um, Japan is testing out new battle master competition. Yeah, so this is kind of an interesting one. So late last week, uh, you know, uh, we're we're in the full competitive swing now. Uh, yep. You know, uh, live tournaments have returned. Uh, but the Pokemon Company is trying out a different kind of competitive competition in Japan. It's called the Pokemon Battle Master Competition. And uh, not only do you play the video game, you also have to be good at the trading card game. So um, there's going to be an online competition for the video games. And then you participate in various events for the trading card game and you basically score points for both of them. And if you have enough points, you will qualify for the finals in this Pokemon battle master competition. So seems to be a test run. They're trying out in Japan. Um, Seems interesting. A little bit of like biathlon action uh, for the Pokemon company. Um, So yeah, (laughs) that's, uh, that's, that's what's going on with that. It's, it's something different. You know, they're trying something new. I appreciate it. Christian, there's some scuttlebutt in the chat. Ah, the Pokemon about, Home stuff. About Pokemon Home drama. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is this is kind of like, uh, this is, so, la- you know, everyone's wondering, why doesn't Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl uh, have compatibility with Pokemon Home? It's been five months. Um, you know, it's it's really weird at this point that they we don't have it. Um Especially as ILCA, the company that designed Pokemon Home and uh, also uh, was the developer of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, the reason why it's 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 unbelievable. It's it's kind of like ridiculous. Um, so the core Pokemon games are all made using a uh, custom game engine designed by Game Freak. Um, yes. Pokemon Brilliant Diamonds and Shining Pearl was not developed using that game engine. So, they built a brand new game engine? No, they used Unity. Game- oh, okay. So, uh, and that explains why it looks a little different than your typical Pokemon games. But you would think the company that made Home would have mm-hmm. found some way mm-hmm. to make the connection work. Yep, you would think that, wouldn't yeah, you? you? Like in a different that. office down the hallway, you just go knock, knock, knock. Hey, uh, hello. We are making Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. You guys have put together Pokemon Home. Let's let's. Can you tell us how to connect? Well, they they literally just decided. I think that I don't I don't know like how exactly one does this. Like makes a mess up this big. And of course, this is all like unofficial. Sure, um, sure, sure, the, sure. the sourcing of this came from a very well known and very respectable uh, Pokemon data miner. Um, like the dude's usually not wrong. He's one like the main people at Project Pokemon. Um, like he knows what he's talking about. He's an expert coder. You know, his job is literally to dig into the files and his, uh, his thing is just like, uh, 
yeah, these are made with different, it's like literally a different language. Um, and so part of the issue is, is that when the when Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl like saves the files, like the, the, they can't pull out the Pokemon properly. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't translate well. So they basically have to come up with a translator, um, like a reformatter that reformats individual Pokemon files, you know, the, the, bits of data that, you know, say what a Pokemon is. And, you know, they need to go and have a translator um, installed in Pokemon Home to convert all those Pokemon. So that's that's what's going on with that. Now, there's no issue like that with Pokemon Legends that was developed by Game Freak using their own game engine. Um, so there, and, you know, keep in mind, there are still some, like, translator stuff that is going on because... The Pokemon in Pokemon Legends Arceus are built differently, like literally built differently than Pokemon that appear in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Pokemon and Pokemon Legends don't have abilities. You know, they don't have, you know, IVs and EVs and all that stuff as we know them. You know, they're, they're all like in there and they can be converted very easily. But, you know, that, 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 you know, they have to build a translator for Pokemon Legends Arceus as well. But it's not nearly as problematic and complex as what's going on with Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. It could be a while before you get your Pokemon in, from Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl into Pokemon Home. I mean, now at what point do they decide that they're just going to stop working on this translator? Uh, I mean, do we think it's going to end up happening? I think it it's will. It's I, I think they'll, they, they'll, they'll get it done. I mean, ILCA, that's that's kind of what they, you know, they they're the ones who support Pokemon Home. I'm sure, you know, this is I and I like like I said, I'm just kind of like I'm very surprised that this uh, uh, they didn't realize this. They're the ones who made Pokemon Home. Like it's weird. Um, so like they'll fix it. Like, it'll get fixed, but at the same time, it could be a while. I mean, think. keep in mind, like, with Pokemon Go, remember, it took, like, what, like, a year, a year and a half for yeah. Pokemon to get put into Pokemon Home from Pokemon Go? Like, and they said, like, back in, like, 2018, like, oh, yeah, well, this is coming, and it didn't happen until, like, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a while. So we it's just, just weird to, it's just weird to have a remake of a game just kind of live in a bubble. That, that, the entire, it's very clear that game was not intended to be like our big, uh, no way, shape or form. You know, like that's the thing. It's like the pandemic screwed everything up with that game. Um, and I, I think that's the big problem with it. And I mean, you know, we didn't get the code for that game until so late. Mm hmm. Like, you know, which implies that they they worked on it right up until the very end. And in fact, the game that we had didn't even work right. It didn't even have right. you needed that that first day one, that big day one update. Right. Yeah. Like I the the version of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond that I played and I beat the game before it came out because I spent literally 30 hours over the course of a weekend um, playing through that stupid thing. Um, That game didn't have an opening sequence. It literally just flashed the Pokemon. Here's Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Push start. That was it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting at my local like secondhand game store, like hobby hobby shop that I go to. Normally, when you know Pokemon games are out, I mean they're 
they're they're hard to find there unless they're like kind of old school ones or it's like let's go Eevee and Pikachu by now because the, those games have been out for so long. When I went this past weekend, there were so many copies of Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl and like oh wow interesting they were like not they were selling them for like up like thirty like thirty bucks like they didn't they're not reselling well there were at least four copies like. And that is very unusual for this little like store out of nowhere. So I'm like, I'm curious to see how the legacy of this game stacks up. I feel like the pandemic just put like this really unfortunate cloud over it. Um, Cause I have to admit, I haven't touched it since Arceus came out since legends yeah. happened, man, I haven't touched it. I am still like, I'm just replaying Arceus now. Like I'm still obsessed with that train. So mm -hmm. it's unfortunate. And this is such a weird situation considering how much effort they've put into home in general. And then they're like, Hey, here's like a big game. Y'all wanted. Oh wait, it's not going to be compatible. No, you know, Chat, let us, let us know if you're still playing or like, is it, is it already on a shelf? Yeah. You know, like, I I do think I'll be hundred percent honest. You know, I, I think that people people are fond of the Gen 4 games. Like, there's yes. no denying that. Mm -hmm. We've had Sinnoh remakes. Like, literally, you know, everyone wanted Sinnoh remakes basically when they came out with Omega Ruby and Alpha, Alpha Sapphire. I don't yeah. think that people remember playing those games. Or they remember playing Pokemon Platinum, which mm -hmm. offered a moderately streamlined experience. Or people liked Heart Gold and Soul Silver which are actually good oh, yeah. Pokemon games, um, yeah. but are, of course, remakes of Gen 2. People, I don't think people actually really like, you know, wanted those Sinnoh games. I think they they, they wanted it, you know, they, they want it because they want to keep the, the hype train going. But, you know, I don't, I, I think that people were like, oh, yeah, we got our Sinnoh remakes. And then they sat down and played through it. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh we got our Sinnoh remakes. Like it went from an exclamation point to a question mark. Like yeah. they were. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, and also, I hate to say it. I think the other thing that hurt Brilliant Diamond and Shining Shiny Pearl um, is like the, the the lack of updates. Because when you take a look at oh, yeah. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, there was new content for those games, like an entirely rebuilt post game. Um, there was, um, you know, the Delta episode. Um, you know, there were an integrated mega evolutions or a bunch of new mega evolutions. It was an expansion of Gen 6. Um, you know, same thing with Heart Gold and Gold Silver uh, or Soul Silver, excuse me. Um, there was a bunch of, you know, new features. I mean, the big one was your Pokemon could walk behind you. Like all Pokemon could walk behind you. And, you know, uh, Diamond and Pearl, there was only a handful of Pokemon that could walk behind you and was literally just, you know, in certain spots. Um, so, you know, there there were bits of that that were expanded and you're relying on, you know, heart gold and soul silver. Also, you know, Gen 2, those, you know, gold and silver are, you know, for people who remember those early Pokemon games, those are like the like perfect Pokemon games because they built on such a strong foundation and they kind of expand the world. So that had the nostalgia factor. So it was like double nostalgia factor <laughs> with Brilliant Diamond and Shine Pearl. It was literally we have remade Brilliant Diamond. We've remade Pearl, and we've remade uh, Diamond, and that's it. Have fun. Well, I mean, they, didn't make fun of they, they had the grand out. The grand underground was a cool feature that they really 
redid and stuff like that. You know, they, they, they did make some new things, but comparatively, I just don't think it was enough. Right. But anyways, we've, we've talked way too much about brilliant. Diamonds <laughs> and Pearl. I was more shocked that Calder in the chat said he didn't even finish the game. I did it. I said, still nope. have it. I'm out. I put it on. I just shelved it. So my my so, problem is there's um I need one more Pokemon to like finish up my Sinnoh decks and it's the uh, uh it's uh, Drifloom and no. so you only can get oh. it on Fridays and I mm. never play Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl on Fridays I just you know like I think that's just really dumb and silly so I mm. haven't done it all right uh moving on it's that time of year folks it's that time of year. It's flower crown season and we the greatest season of all the greatest season. And we're getting flower crowns for Togetic, Togekiss and Lopunny. All this of is these great are news. perfect. Lopunny is 900% what I want. <laughs> like I, I love, Oh, there we go. Christian's back. Yeah. I never uh, left. Yeah. I have no idea what happened. Um, no, look, we all know uh, I love flower crown season. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so, yeah, so this is going to be a Christian. When, when are the flower crowns coming? The flower crowns come this week. Uh, <laughs> Offer left as soon as he heard flower crown. I'm like, no, I'm out. <laughs> uh, I'm out April, of here. April 12th. Uh, flower crown. Tomorrow. Turn, uh, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. So this is our new weekly event for Pokemon Go. Uh, it's the spring into spring event. Um, so there's like a bit of hilarity that was like attached to all of this. Um, and it was, so we're getting Togetic, we're getting Togekiss and we're getting Lopunny. And obviously the big thing with that is those are all evolutions of existing Pokemon that have flower crowns. Um, so people are like, Oh, you can involve your flower crown Pokemon. And that's clearly what the intent was. Um, apparently the, there were some like issues or like, you know, there was some mixed messaging over whether or not you could evolve Pokemon. Like oh, you could. No. And so like, there was like a lot of confusion on like the Pokemon go subreddits. Like if you could evolve that flower crown, you know, Togepi that you've had for four years and finally <laughs> do something with it. The answer is yes, you should be able to do so. But a lot of people are like, I'm not holding my breath. We'll see if they actually do this because apparently there were some issues. Uh, yes. More importantly, you know, 99% of people don't actually care about the flower crowns. Jim being the exception. Uh, Tapu Bulu is uh, getting added to the game as well. So we're, we're continuing those legendaries getting added. Um, so that's, that's, that's the more important thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll say because I because I have seen it on uh, on Twitter. Speaking of Pokemon Go, uh, how hard it is to get Salazzle. Mm-hmm. Like that that one percent is truly a one percent. Yes, that's it's it's so dumb. I, I, I have, have nothing. I have, I nothing have seen I have seen die like die hard Pokemon Go grinders. Mm. Just cannot get it cannot and it's i understand that the company needs to make some pokemon harder to get right to keep certain pokemon special Mm. but salazzle 
of all Pokemon to make that the special one? Correct. Why? 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 Uh, I mean, we, we all know the reason why. I mean, I know. You know, that's that's the reason why it's that's that the Pokemon company, you know, realize they they Salazzle has too much power and sway over the Pokemon <laughs> fan base. And it's trying to keep that, you know, that that uh you know, little lizard with the big hips from uh you know <laughs> getting, getting even more widespread. Uh, well. I will say, as a side note, because the, the Salazzle stuff reminded me of one of my personal frustrations and one of the reasons I haven't touched Pokemon Go in, like, a year. Um, and that is, I still don't have a Riolu. Like, despite the fact that I've, you know, hatched so many freaking... Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I think never, I have a Riolu. Well, good for you, Jim. Like, And that's with you playing for, like five minutes over the last two years i know um, that actually is uh pretty vindicating um so uh as part of the spring into spring event they are moving ryolu into two kilometer eggs thus hypothetically making it easier for people to get that stupid cute signature pokemon um not enough for me i'm i'm, I'm tapped out of pokemon go thank you um but uh, that is the sort of thing that is, um, you know, more, more tolerable, you know, like you, you need to have events to, when you put in these like weirdo barriers, like Salazzle, like the issue is Salazzle, Salandit is a rare Pokemon. Um, and you know, that, the, the, that's, that's the reason why it's a rare Pokemon. Christian um, chat is offering to, uh, Offering to get you your Riolu. I, I appreciate it, chat, but once again, I I, I I have no desire to pick up Pokemon Go. I don't particularly have... <laughs> Offer is taking like. a moral stance against the app <laughs> in partial name of Riolu. So. It's, it's just like there was like a thousand little cuts and they kind of culminated with the whole, you know, like the pandemic's over. And it's like, yeah. you know, then we were still like yeah. in the world, like the Delta variant. It's like not even Omicron. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, one cut's like one thing, but once you have a thousand paper cuts, that stuff stings and you start bleeding out. So, like, yeah, it's, you un- you understand, like, it, it accumulates. I saw there was a, um, uh, what's the rare candy thing that Calder's bringing up? Because I saw people complaining about it and I don't, and I just, I think I missed it because I think it happened over, um, I think it happened over the weekend. Uh, yeah, so they uh, they made some changes to it. Give me a second. I'm pulling up the. Uh, they're they're they are quote unquote tuning the opportunities to obtain rare candies. Uh, it's you can you won't get it as much in rating. You will get it uh, more in Go Battle League, and you can Ugh. now obtain rare candies in gifts. And so basically, the 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 they are trying to incentivize people to play the Go Battle League and do PvP because they're pushing PvP very hard. And people aren't happy about it. I don't want a PvP. I play Pokemon <laughs> Go, so I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't want to interact <laughs> with anybody. I stand as far away from the Pokestop as possible. I don't... <laughs> it's so... Megan, I think... so angry. I think that is... Uh, I think that is not the point of Pokemon Go. Uh, and I'm just well, kidding. you know what? 
<laughs> you know what? It started out with a certain sort of, you know what? When this game came out, I was down for it. I talked to random people at the office yeah. playing Pokemon Go because I was in the spirit. But that spirit right. has drastically changed in the past two to three years. And I just don't feel like interacting with humans. So <laughs> I would, oh man, the PVP push makes me so frustrated. Mm, sorry, yeah. that was my tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree. There's a lot of weird things going on. Like the, the, my biggest issue is uh, right now, like for the game, uh, on the uh, the phone I play with, I've given all the permissions that it needs or whatnot. It is not tracking my movement at all. Mm. Like, and so, it, and like, I have zero idea on how to fix that. And so I'm just like, I can't hatch eggs. Like, that's like, I just like, what's even the point for me? I can't if I can't hatch the eggs, then what what am I what's going on here? And I tried to see like, is it a thing where like even when the game is on, it's still not tracking my steps. So it's I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It's a weird place. I think that we are going to be getting like I know that Neantic really wants to get you know, I they don't really want to get caught up with the uh with the main series games because that means they have no more new content uh to mm-hmm. to you know drip out uh, but i do feel like this game probably needs like the pokemon like the, what they did with ingress sooner as opposed to later i i think that they just need to create a new on-ramp um so hopefully that's coming soon and the neantic's so big into like uh like they're they're really pushing like shared augmented technology i mean that's the other thing mm-hmm. What Pokemon Go, like what Niantic is working on in terms of what their stated goals are, um, you know, which is augmented reality stuff, um, that shared communal experience, their technology is so far ahead of what they're using Pokemon Go for. Like, you know, and that's that I think is what's going to be the trigger for Pokemon Go 2 or what have you is it's it's going to be like they have some really new shiny augmented reality toys that they are going to want to integrate into Pokemon Go. Um, I mean, so okay, I think that's, that's what they're going to try to do to get people back into the game is like really make it cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough Pokemon Go chat. Let's go to the Pokemon Scarlet Violet rumor of the week. Ah, uh, yeah. Changes? Question yeah. mark? Yeah, so there's there's two rumors that are coming out this week. Neither, you know, keep in mind, we wouldn't be talking about these things if we had anything else to talk about. <laughs> but, you know, we are it's in the Pokemon. Speculate and, and keep our tabs on what's going on in, in, this, in this space, though. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's... What do we got, Christian? Roll it Anyways, Yeah. So there's two rumors. One, the first rumor is we are supposedly getting a ton of new Pokemon in this game. Uh, there's Not a, happening. Don't believe the, it. The, the closest thing we have to a credible leaker claims uh, that there will be this, this game will be comparable to uh, Gen 5 in terms of new Pokemon introduced. Like Gen 5, Gen 3. So in that 150... Uh, range of new Pokemon, which would definitely bring us over a thousand Pokemon species, um, mm-hmm. if, if correct. So that's the first one. Uh, the the other rumor is people are trying to guess the um, what the gimmick is because you know these these more recent Pokemon games always have a new gimmick, whether it's Mega Evolutions, Z moves, Dynamaxing. Um, the the thought is is that this is going to have some sort of type change. 
uh, mechanic. Mm. Uh, maybe not necessarily um, as in my Bulbasaur is now a water type Pokemon, but maybe, <laughs> you know, something that, you know, uh, enhances my, like, basically, though, your Pokemon will have some sort of ability to uh, shift its effectiveness, shift something like, you know, they, they compared it to class changes in Final Fantasy. Um, Hmm. Now, once again, what that means, who the heck knows? Is it accurate? Probably not. But, you know, why the heck? Let's throw it out there. Yeah. I mean, it, it look, we even in covering the other one, right? Like the, the triple class uh, thing that we did. It sounds like there's there are triple type or whatever. It sounds like that there may be something, right? Because usually like there when there's a smoke, there's fire thing, or sometimes mm-hmm. it's some people try to extrapolate from, you know, one thing and turn it into another. Um, but I think the idea of a an a another status or hidden ability or whatever um could be interesting. It, it may even be regional. Right. Like maybe maybe it's a special regional thing. Um, I I will say that I think that the class stuff, you know, that might explain where we were getting like the three types, you know, because that 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 would like introduce maybe not something, you know, either either something that kind of, um, you know, adds some uh, like an additional layer of some kind, you know, whether that is, oh, my Pokemon is a brawler, so it punches harder. You know, it could be something as simple as that. And then you could shift it to a different type of thing or, you know, maybe, you know, like that, that like basically temporary boosts that, you know, work in conjunction with the the base stats and the base abilities. Um, I, I think that's actually a good idea. That would be cool. And that's like, you know, that would actually be a um increase in complexity that the pokemon rpg series hasn't had in a while Mm -hmm. yeah so megan what are your thoughts on this i mean i I mean i i I agree that if there's smoke there's fire there there's probably at least some sort of kernel of truth in all of this um i don't really care. <laughs> I'm honestly in terms of class changes, typing and stuff like that. I mean, that's never been my biggest priority with Pokemon. Uh, the the bit of information that I'm most interested with this kind of rumor, you know, cycle is uh, the number of Pokemon we'd be getting because I am all for more Pokemon. Uh, I pitched a bunch of really great Pokemon for uh, Sword and Shield that came true. I'm looking at you, Sinistee. Uh So <laughs> I need to start getting my predictions lined up because inevitably I'm going to get a couple, right. Um, right. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm just the big kind of completionist person. So the fact that there's more Pokemon is definitely something that I'm game for, Uh, you know, as long as it's not just like a floating ice cream cone, (laughs) (laughs) basically. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm excited about. All right. Excellent. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in 60 seconds. When we get back a whole bunch of anime talk, including a major return. Stay tuned. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. 
You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay. So... Uh, do, do we want to start with the big return first, Christian? Or we should, should we probably. We should probably, probably start with that. that. Probably start with the new. Probably start with the the bigger the bigger piece of news, and then we'll go into um, us just farting around. It, uh, it was a it was a slow news week this week, except for one big thing that happened, <laughs> like really big thing. Serena's back, baby. Serena she is back. Megan, tell us what's going on. Yeah, so the Pokemon company decided in its like literal 12th hour before the uh, most recent episode of Pokemon Journeys went live uh, in Japan, uh, an article went live in Japan that showed Serena was going to be in this next episode, kind of... Kind of focusing on Chloe or Koharu, if you're watching the Japanese uh, dub version. Um, You know, Chloe is very similar to Serena in the fact that she's kind of looking to be into contests, into pageantry. Um, so she she doesn't really have a mentor though. You know, Go has Ash, but who who's watching Chloe's back? Uh, the answer to that question is Serena. <laughs> Serena is kind of now stepped into the mentorship role uh, for Chloe. So uh, she's back. Uh, I will say when uh, we first got the first artwork, our first look at Serena, uh, she definitely looks older than ash right now uh so we we have a weird confirmation of time in the pokemon anime you know they they do age serena is a little bit older now um ash might just like exist in a weird temporal bubble or something because he you know he's not quite looking that ash is a late bloomer that's all that is he's just late bloomer he's just late blooming uh but yeah so serena's in this episode we get to see her um you know her and sylveon kind of her team as uh she's kind of basically showing chloe the ropes of like you know what contests can be uh she has an amazing performance clearly she has been doing some uh practicing she's been you know tearing up the pageant circus and the everything that's you know, she's been wanting to do since uh, she and Ash separated several years ago. Uh, so, yeah, this is the first time we've seen Serena in about like six, six or seven years. Um, the only unfortunate part about this is her reunion with Ash was maybe 30 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that ticked me off about, but it, you know, yeah. I, I, do, I do think that. They obviously set it up that she's coming back. So. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. she's going to be a recurring part of this at this point. I mean, the episode left off. Chloe's still kind of uncertain about, you know, where she's going, but she has a better idea now. Um, and Serena, you know, she's still doing her pageant, you know, her pageantry. She's still training. Uh, when she has her reunion with Ash, it's absolutely hilarious because Ash literally just runs by her doesn't even like recognize that's her because she looks so different and serena's like hey you don't you remember i totally kissed you no that's not what happened <laughs> but she did you know basically say hey hello yeah. well, he, i'm he here was, 
<laughs> Ash was very thrilled to see her as Ash Ali. was very excited. He ditched go very quickly as soon as he saw <laughs> Serena. So uh they they had a nice like chat as he was getting on uh you know his ship to go to his next destination with uh Chloe and Go and um Serena's still doing her her work in the uh contest cycle. So it was super cute. I'm glad that they didn't, you know, I know a lot of people were really hoping that Ash and Serena would have like a whole spiel. That's not the point of Pokemon. That that mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen. Um, this is not this is yeah. not like some this drama is not a show you get on ABC. This is yeah, this is not a shoujo anime. anime. Yeah, so uh, at this point, it has definitely set up Serena to become a recurring character. So she will absolutely be back. There's no doubt about it at this point. Uh, and and one of those episodes, I feel like as she grows as a mentor, similar to how Ash has grown as a mentor with Go, then we'll start to see that development that we've wanted for mm-hmm. Chloe, like for Chloe and for Serena. So I think since she's going to be a recurring character, I'm not as upset that that reunion with her and Ash was like 30 seconds. Like we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get a nice conversation. We're going to see, you know, perhaps a, a trainer battle. We'll, we'll, we'll get to see that at some point. But it has finally laid the seeds for the fact that Serena is back. The ultimate best girl companion <laughs> of the Pokemon anime. Um, and it was nice. Like, it was so good to see her. I What I thought was really hilarious in the build up to this episode was we knew like a month ago that there was going to be an episode involving Sylveon. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, like Chloe and Evie meet a certain trainer and her Sylveon. And everyone's like, Serena. It's like, a <laughs> yeah. certain trainer. Serena. It's like, certain. It's like, give us Serena. And so like yeah. they, they did like a full like two page interview and in, like a magazine that just came out like the day before. It's like and it was like with the voice actress. And like, I think yeah. they had like some deal where they were trying to keep it under wraps because I think like if I remember correctly, like the voice actress is somehow like involved in the publication of this magazine. I don't know. Like it was it was so weird, like how it all mm-hmm. came out, because like suddenly, like literally I when I was doing like my morning searches for Pokemon news, you know, mm-hmm. I got this like flood of Serena's back. I'm like, what <laughs> is going on? Like Serena's not going back. Like I follow the anime. We'd be on. Then I like saw it's like, what are these screenshots? These blurry screenshots of Serena coming from a magazine. What is this? Is this like 2009? Is this Koro Koro? Like what is going yeah. on? This is great. I, I, like that was I think like my favorite part about it was like this was like a legit throwback to an earlier era of the Pokemon fandom when like new stuff would actually come out in the magazines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone yeah. is just panicking. So I think I it's, that happens, it, it's super excited. I'm, I'm so happy that Serena's back. I'm excited that they've set her up to become a recurring character that she's going to be more than just kind of a companion to Ash. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of been set up for a mentorship role, like all good things. It really suited Serena. I love her new design. Uh, she's definitely, still just such a such a sweetheart i was i was so happy to see her and the whole way it came out was absolutely hilarious of people just like serena like trending on twitter like worldwide i was like wow (laughs) what's happened (laughs) like when i first (laughs) saw that when i logged on i was like oh like it's gonna be like about tennis or something like serena like (laughs) williams and i was like oh wait no it's about pokemon (laughs) so she is back the fans were right 
and I'm very happy about it. And what of if if Pokemon Journeys is the culmination of Ash's journeys, and I, I do feel like it is the culmination of what the last 25 years. It's kind of, I guess, this shows as a bridge to our Ooh, next. I was going to let you keep Maybe going with it, and so yeah. now you have to point out that it's a bridge. Oh, and you well, re- you know, now you've ruined the segue. And, oh, well, you know, Jim, I I don't appear on three podcasts a week like you do. So it was a good effort. Um. Anyways, uh, you know, like I, I do think that if this was intended to be like this, this current series is intended to be the culmination of Ash's journey so far. It would have been a disservice not to have Serena. Like oh, I think 100%. Serena, Serena, I think next to Misty, probably mm-hmm. like I think the fan base considers her to like be like, you know, have like the most important role in mm-hmm. In, in Ash's life in terms of the female companions. Um, you know, and like there's the rom- there is the romantic element to it. But I mm-hmm. just think that her journey compared to everyone else's, like, you know, because all, all the characters have their own character arc. And like mm-hmm. her really coming into herself, she had a much more dramatic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, character arc. And Pokemon X and Y uh, compared to the other characters, and I really think that the fan base really, and I, I think that's what we got. We we deserve to see how she's doing if she's continuing that. And like you know, she's she is still Serena. She is still like as wonderful and upbeat as she ever is, and she's really taking that next step in that character arc, much in the same way that Ash has and his mm-hmm. with his whole mentorship of Go. We we no longer have like Ash going, oh, what are type advantages and stuff like that. We've like <laughs> moved beyond that. And yeah. that's great. Like even even in Pokemon and Sun and Moon, the entire idea that like Ash needed to go to Pokemon school was, was kind of stupid. Like we, yeah. we we all like went, okay, we're gonna put this aside because I love the class. Like, yeah, good interactions. Like, it's all great, like, fine, whatever. But the very fact that's like, you know, like, it's like, yeah, like, Ash needs to learn. What does Ash need to learn about in Pokemon school? <laughs> like, other than, like, you know, well, here's a bunch yeah. of type effectiveness charts. You're not going to actually yeah. use these, Ash. Well, because but I not- think, but I think the only reason he would need to be in that Pokemon school is if he's teaching the class. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, so, but so I think that now, 25 years in, is the biggest problem that the anime has. It is serving two audiences. You know what I mean? Mm. It is serving the longtime franchise, you know, standby of us. And it's a and it's a and it's got to appeal to kids too, right? Like Ash is supposed to be the lens that like new people, you know, kind of see this world into. Mm. And so you've got young kids who need to go to Pokemon school. And so they're going to go to Pokemon school with Ash. And I think that's kind of the weird corner that they've, they've backed themselves into a little bit, uh, which is why uh, I, you know, I could, I like journeys. I like, I, I know, you know, we hate, you know, I we've all, I think, well, not that we've all Christian has come around on go uh, uh, a bit. Um, we have always, you know, Megan and I have always been big fans and given him the benefit of the doubt because we are caring, compassionate people here. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, the, um, sorry, of course I was getting a call while I had this great big 
idea. But anyway, what I was what I meant to say is like so like that's it, right? So as, as far as the future of the the franchise goes in the anime and like what the next twenty five years look like, um, I I hope this is the the Ash Swan song, um, and they find a way to keep him as more of a like they they truly evolve from this and keep Ash more as a mentor than a um you know than the main focus of the show that said i don't know how you replace pikachu which is which is the other problem how do you replace pikachu that that's thing is i i don't think we're going to move away from ash like i i just don't think that's what you know journeys yeah it's uh, i mean mean, it would be like like the simpsons getting rid of homer (laughs) like it's kind of that longevity and 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 in japan and in you know the anime industry i mean there's there's shows that have been around for 30 35 40 years i mean there's there's shows that have kept that main character around and they just play with its with with, with his mentorship arc they mm-hmm. go from you know a low level character to a teacher to a retired character but then they come back around and they they learn a new you know kind of dialogue or point of study um you know so for pokemon this is really kind of the first major transition that we've seen for ash going from the student who just continually got knocked back down to the bottom Mm -hmm. rung and had to work his way up you know sun and moon started to try to make that shift a little bit you know they put him in school but then they also let him you know become and then he became leader of the pokemon avengers yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. so like he you know they they knocked him down to the bottom rung but then you know he he rose the ranks really quickly. This is really the first time in journeys that we've seen Ash not have to be reset. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as we move forward, at least, you know, I can't speak for the next 25 years, but I think at least for the next several years, Ash is going to, fingers crossed, <laughs> stay in this point of a mentorship role. You know, yeah. he's going to be part of the anime. Um, you know, Go's going to go off at some point and do his own shtick you know catch all those pokemon you know go camping with mew i don't know what he wants to do (laughs) but you know ash is still going to kind of be that 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 voice of reason that all these other characters will 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 gravitate around so i feel like whatever we get you know for the anime inevitably when scarlet and violet comes comes out you know it's going to be ash still being there as the kind of lead charge and he's just going to become the central point, hopefully as another mentorship to these characters. Yeah. I, I uh, think, I think what the Pokemon journeys has done a really good job with, especially now that they're like going back into the wilds. Like, yeah, I have my mega evolved, you know, like I can, you know, do my Ash Greninja thing or mega Lucario or um, yeah, I, Pikachu still knows his Z move. Of course he does. He never lost that. Why? Why mm-hmm. would you think otherwise? Like I think that is where the sh- the actual shift you're saying. We've seen Ash move more from the oh I've entered a new region. I must get my starter Pokemon. I need yeah. to do all the things that a new trainer does. And now it's Ash exploring the gimmicks. And I think yeah. that's what we're actually you know what what the shift is actually going to be. Like yeah. when we get to. Scarlet and Violet, assuming that we just don't keep the Pokemon Journeys thing going. Because, you know, right. that's the other thing. Ash never did the Galar thing. No. He's, yeah. he's doing warp stuff in Galar. We've seen all the Galar characters. We've never done the Galar thing. I don't know that we're going to necessarily do the new region thing. Maybe we're just going to 
because we're catching we're still catching up with a lot of characters from this yes but they'll probably have to spend more time in the new region than anything else mainly Mm -hmm. because like you don't want to burn through it like there's still plenty but yeah I still think you're probably like that, that part will still, will still play. I want to, uh, because we only had a, a little bit of time left. Um, one of the things that uh, I, I wanted to mention that nope, I totally forgot. So never mind. Um, was, hold on, will it come to me? <laughs> We're watching. Nope. All right. Uh, anyway, I think I think that you know to, to put a final kind of note on this, um, it's I, the anime. I think you know still has plenty of room uh, to to go and to grow, um, and so and, and I'm and I'm excited and I'm excited for that. I think that's the you know at the inevitably at the end of the day, what um, it's it's amazing how timeless the show can be uh, at times. And so I hope that they, that is what, what they keep. Um, and in journeys is just, I just love it so much. Yeah, for sure. Pokemon fact of the week, Christian, let's fire yeah. it up. Uh, we're coming to uh, another kind of sad one. Uh, we're talking about main, uh, Mantike and Mantine. Um, and uh, basically Mantike, did you know that Mantike's, Markings on its back vary by region. It was the first regional variant Pokemon. Probably not. Um, but you know, that, <laughs> that's uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure there's other po- early Pokedex entries where it's like, oh yeah, these Pokemon look totally different. Um, but uh, you know, man, that's literally the most interesting thing about Mantike. There's just there's nothing, there's nothing really there about Mantike and Mantine. Uh, the cool thing about Mantine, I will say, is apparently Mantine may have created surfing in the Pokemon universe. Uh, because like a lot of people are inspired to surf because of Mantine. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey. Um, but uh yeah, that's uh that's it. That's you know, not every Pokemon is gonna be super interesting. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking just through kind of weird. the entries, and it is a uh, it it just likes to swim. Both it, of them, Mantic and Mantine, that, just really like to swim. Uh, that Remoraid is not part of the Mantine design. I, well, I mean, it, oh, are you and, mean like actually, like physically, like incorporated? Right, into because it you somehow? need because you need it in the party to evolve, right? And so, like, it's so it's mm-hmm. and like for some of the other ones, you know, it it is. Um and this one no, which is interesting. Well, you know the the reason the the the, the kind of the funny thing about that whole the whole Remoraid thing. So in the early Pokemon games, oh, right. like Gold, Silver, Ruby, Sapphire, um, Mantine appeared with a Remoraid like latched onto its wings, and then when they introduced Mantike in Gen Four, Remoraid disappeared. So the reason why. Mm-hmm. Remoraid, you know, the, the reason why you need Mantike and Remoraid together is kind of a reference to those early sprites. I totally forgot Ooh. that the early sprites had it. Yeah. I'm so used to seeing the, just the new stuff and it just being a, I, I like, I think the designs for, for Mantike and Mantine are, are, they're adorable. I think it is, this is an, an adorable Pokemon. Oh yeah. Um, they're, they're, oh, for sure. It's a great looking Pokemon. Like yeah. I, I, I absolutely love, you know, I, I, had a Mantine in my gold and silver party. 
Yeah. Um, now that I'm looking back on it, I totally forgot that the early gens had Remoraid on them. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. now that makes sense. Yep. So never mind. I had a dumb question. No, it wasn't dumb at all. I mean, that. I mean, the thing is, is like, you know, with with Mantine and Mantike, Mantike is one of those baby Pokemon. Like the baby Pokemon always look like they've always been part of the evolutionary lines. Like some of the extra yes. evolutions, like when you take a look at like um, Magmortar and um, Electivire, you're like, what? Uh, what are those? Like to this day, I'm like, those look nothing. That's that's not uh, more so on Magmortar than than Electivire. I think Electivire well, is a fair evolution of of Electabuzz. At least Electivire keeps the same freaking color scheme. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give Electivire that. And Electivire looks cool, but Magmortar looks dumb. Um, I, mean, I I'm not a big fan of Magmortar. Um, I, I never. Those are you just don't like Magmar in general. Uh, no, I I'm, Magmar Mag base Magmar's fine. I mean, it's a weirdo. It's got like a <laughs> face. it's got like a duck face, and it's got like you know like I'm uh, you know it's weird butthead. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a weird looking Pokemon, but not every Pokemon looks cool. Um, you need Magmars to make other Pokemon look cooler by comparison. Um, but yeah. then you got Magborder, which looks like a freaking Digimon, like a Digimon reject. Like, yeah, you know, that, that, I will oh, give yeah. you that. Magmortar looks like a Digimon. It like, is like Magmortarmon is absolutely a Digimon <laughs> in an upcoming, you know, generation. Like, Magmortarmon, absolutely. Give it a ball gag and some submachine guns, and there you go. That's like a yeah, an know, RPG, an optional yeah. RPG, and that's a Digimon. Man, I really, I mean, I know we went past it, but does the Pokedex even explain the like the bulbous head that Magmar has? No, no. no. It's add that to add that to the list of when we get to talk to the Pokemon Company again. <laughs> uh, I have a question about Magmar. Why? <laughs> yeah, there's just a series of. Pokemon that we just have to ask why about. But you First, mean, out, outside yeah. of like that is really the truly distressing thing about about that Pokemon. I think in general, like it's a fine design. Man, that head is just really weird. I I, I well it's um it's a hang on give me a second no see now look now you've made richard producer the producer richard mag because we're shading digimon again number one <laughs> digimon fan in the whole world hey richard I Adams, love the digimon. man who makes the show po- helps make the show possible hey there's no digimon shade here i am here for every pokemon and every digimon i mean agumon is still my ride or die <laughs> like let's be clear about that i just don't have any you know concerns or you know in fact i feel like i would want agumon to have a gun <laughs> just so point blank I, I i will say that so magmar um the the, the reason part of the reason why magmar looks who is weird, not the pokedex fact of the pokemon fact of the week by yeah the way. but just, you know it's yeah. more interesting so we're going to talk about him instead <laughs> uh so magmar is based off of a you know japanese mythological creature called a uh, uh, kakura uh, a yeah. excuse me. Um, and, um, it's a car, uh, a is like a bird person. Um, so that's why it's got like the duck beak. And when you take a look at a statue of them, they have a very pronounced brow, um, which is why Magmar's got its weird butt head is it is a fiery take on that. Right. Um, so that's, that's the reason why it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like how, like the reason why Electabuzz looks the way Electabuzz does it's, it's an Oni. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, no, this right. this is just it's a Karura and 
they look like that because it's supposed to be like a bird person, but also it's a fire thing. So instead of it having like just a really pronounced like Neanderthal head, it's got a. But butt that's what. Head. But that's what Mag. But that's what Magmortar has, and I think if that like it's just fine. If yeah, they but Mag- taken Magmortar's forehead and stuck it on Magmar. Mag Magmortar just looks dumb, though. Like that's uh, the that, difference. I mean, it, it, it just, it you, looks, just it looks, you, you just hate his big cannon hands. I mean, I look. I hate. <laughs> I mean, I just like I said, if you're going to go Digimon, go all the way Digimon. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know. But, Stick, stick some armor on that thing and like yeah like you day. know give give me like red sonya's like chainmail bikini on it oh, all right well that's gonna do it for us today on a wild podcast has appeared thank you for joining us thank you for listening uh as always and what we do in the closing is just give you uh ways to support the show you can catch us live noon eastern 9 a.m pacific uh twitch.tv forward slash comic book or you can catch us. You can catch us on Facebook as well. We stream there too. Um, or just tell friends about the show. If you got friends who who like Pokemon, if you're in a Pokemon group uh, on Facebook or on Discord or whatever, you know, just drop the link as we go live and say, "Hey, this is a great Pokemon show. Uh, you should uh, come check us out or come check it out. I'll be in the chat and we'll go hang out or something, right?" Uh, and yeah, that's it. Let, one of the best ways to help support the show. Otherwise, um, leave us a review. Five stars on uh, Spotify, five-star review on iTunes. Help just keep us up in the algorithm when people search for Pokemon podcasts. There's lots of great shows to, to listen to. Um, and so any little bit that we can get to, to help stand out, uh, we'll take. Um, so that about does it for us. If you want to chat with us on Twitter, at PokemonPodCB is the handle for the show. Megan is at MeganPetersCB. Christian is at SeahoferCBus. I am at Jim Viscardi. Have a good week, everyone. We'll catch you next one. We'll catch you on the next one. See you later.